0: What's going on, everybody? We got episode nine, and that's a fact coming at you. I checked it beforehand for the first time in nine weeks. It is episode nine. We have a special guest on the podcast today. His name is Albert, and he is joining us to give us a little information about his journey. And uh, he's over there smiling, drinking his his morning post-workout morning smoothie. That's the second one.
1: Good morning, everyone.
0: What's up, Albert? And Kristen, as always, how are you?
2: Hi. Hi. Sorry, I was
0: we still well. can't hear you. We still can't. Hi. Hear
2: you. Oh, sorry. I just made mm-hmm. everybody's ears and, bleed.
0: And now we can hear you. <laughs> you All right. So, Albert, how's it going? You've already been here once today. You're back. This is number two, and I'm going to see you tonight. Number three. For number three. For a class. Yep. What would you do this morning?
1: What did I do this morning? Um, Come I a little bit closer some, to the mic. I did some um, bench presses with the dumbbells. Yeah. I, uh, I did a squat test. Oh, that was fun! Ooh, <laughs> how long can you hold a squat?
0: Ooh, the the squat. If you put the word squat and test together in any variation, it doesn't matter what it is. Right. It's gonna have the same reaction. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So you held a squat for as long as you could.
1: I held the squat for as long as I could for the first time in my CrossFit journey. And did the you first time
0: did time you get death. the uh, the shaky
1: legs and what was yes, going on? Yeah. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I got the. Uh,
0: Kristen, were you watching in the distance and just subtly smiling as no, it happened? No, I
2: missed like the, I saw the beginning of it and I, and I was very happy with what I saw. So, but I didn't get to see the end, unfortunately. Yeah. That would have been great. No. It wasn't. It
1: didn't get to collapse. Oh, that was <laughs> going to be my pass no. <laughs> no,
2: no passing out. Not allowed.
1: The shaky leg for sure. But, like. And you
2: get to do it again. Get ready for that. Mm. Yes.
0: The retest sure. is always the fun mm-hmm. part. Because then you have a time on the clock. You're like, I got to get past that. And right. that is usually where the collapse happens. Mm. Mm-hmm. The second okay. one.
1: All right. Got something to look forward to. <laughs>
0: All right. Albert, glad to have you on here. First guest member with us almost a year now, right?
1: Uh, August is August. when I started. So we, so got, we got a couple months, more months. Yeah,
0: Two and a half months? Was wow. it the end of August or? About the middle. Middle of August. Middle of August. Two and a half months. We're going to go on our one year anniversary. Yeah. We'll have a celebration. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> All right. A little background on you, Albert. Let us hear it. You know, uh, prior to CrossFit, you know, what do you do for work? Just the basic stuff.
1: Um, well, I'm, uh, well, for work, I'm, I work in a warehouse. Mm-hmm. Director of operations uh, for an office supply, a Sand wholesaler. Um, so, I'm pretty much sedentary all day. I got a desk job, mm-hmm. so sitting around. Um, prior to CrossFit, um, I have I have been a member of some kind of fitness facility. I, I thought about this for almost twenty five years now.
2: Wow!
1: Wow! Um, across multiple, I've lived in uh, Illinois, Texas, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and now here. So in all those places, I always belonged, or you know, went to some kind of workout place. Belonged,
0: had a membership, had and a or membership. attended.
1: I did attend. Yeah, yeah. I was not. Uh, I didn't just hold the, have the card to show people <laughs> at parties. Uh, I did go pretty consistently, but have never received. You know, achieved any results. Yeah. like I have so far here. For sure. Um,
0: That's crazy. In twenty five years. Twenty five years. For the past ten months.
1: Yes. The yeah. w- the achievements that I've that I've uh, experienced in the last ten months have eclipsed everything i've done in the last 25 years Ooh,
2: gives me chills yes. yeah we I started like this that. one off pretty damn good
0: <laughs> all right what else what do you like where are you from give me all the details yeah, the, i want to know
2: where your accent is from i don't know if you yeah. you have an accent to me yeah
0: we're gonna forget about fitness for like the next five <laughs> minutes
1: well i'm originally from chicago mm-hmm. born and raised so 40 years in chicago and then 10 years in texas
2: okay. so you
1: would think i thought chicago texas Worlds apart, nothing, yeah. nothing. It was actually very similar. Texas really? has a very Midwestern, at least Northern Texas. Yeah. Because I lived in Dallas. I didn't live down uh, in the Southern part. Uh, but it had a very Midwestern vibe. And so my accent, which I can't hear, but everybody here <laughs> can hear, uh, we can hear it. Yeah. Is, is a combination of Chicago and Texas. That's why
0: yeah. it's so unique, is because yeah. it's a Chicago Texan accent, which. I don't think there is another one of those. Right. Maybe.
1: No, yeah.
2: I'm not uh, familiar with the Chicago accent really anyway. So, yeah. You, yeah.
1: It's actually, you know, it's funny. As, I'm, as I've am as i been here longer, uh, I moved here to Massachusetts in March of last year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, the Chicago accent and the Boston accent are, are similar because I think they're both uh, – to some degree, Irish mm-hmm. in derivation, right? Yeah. And uh, Irish community in Chicago is very big as well as it is here. So I yeah. think there's a little bit of that. I, I'm not going to do any comparisons. I'm not going to try to. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't, know. don't do impressions.
2: Pe- pe- say, well, go ahead.
0: People always ask me, they're like, how come you don't have a Boston accent? Thinking like people that aren't from around here that mm-hmm. hear the Boston accent in the movies. Right. And I'm like, there's a very specific area in this state that has that accent. Yeah. And it's um shoot.
2: Like Southie. Southie.
0: Southy? Yeah. Revere, kinda. Um oh, there's one place that I'm thinking of and now I can't think of it. I'm drawing a blank. I don't know. I'll think of it, but I'll shout it out. But there's like two cities that have that hard, hard right. accent. Yeah. Everywhere else is just kind of subtle. Yeah and we drop our R's occasionally.
2: Oh, it's a barbell, it's not a barbell. Right.
0: Ahs. <laughs> all right. Um my, that actually made me think of a uh, rapid fire question for later. Oof. So I have my I have my one, one to Kristen's
2: 10.
0: <laughs> all right. So you were talking a little bit about fitness before starting CrossFit. Twenty five years worth. Now was that all the same thing was it mix and match did you try different things what was it
1: it, it was pretty much the it was pretty much cardio okay really uh, I was never really a big weightlifter. so to, to take my story back a little bit farther right um, as a young guy prior to being 24 right you would find me in the park probably three days a week playing basketball mm-hmm. just endlessly six eight hours in a day just all the time, running, running, running. Not very good. I like to play defense. I like to say I was the Dennis (laughs) Rodman of uh, pickup games. Um, So for nothing, there was nothing I could do to break 180 pounds. Mm -hmm. I was 180 pounds until I was 24 years old, despite the consumption of ungodly amounts of food and junk and anything. And just because I was always moving. Yeah. At that point, my wife got pregnant, twins. um, Mm. Almost from the beginning, we started having complications. So it's like all of my activity ceased. And from that moment, boom, my weight just shot up. Mm. So, you know, having gone from that or being very fit, I don't know if I was really fit, but I was really thin. I was really active to being really sedentary, picking up all this weight, I maxed out at 320 pounds. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I'm like, okay. And really, it, it wasn't even that. I, you know, I started having complications, developed diabetes, um, you know, all the other problems that go along with being that sedentary and weighing that much. Right. And I said, I got to do something different. Right. But what I did that I understand now was probably not the right thing to do was all on my own. Yeah. I never had any coaching any guidance any direction I always thought well if I just if I could regain my activity level then it would all go away and it would all be good right so I'd go you know I'd get on the elliptical for an hour hour and a half on the treadmill hour and a half whatever and just never went away right it just yeah. you know because all the other habits you know and all the other things that contribute to that I wasn't doing anything with. I wasn't changing my diet I wasn't Right. Um, you know, with the diabetes, I had to obviously do some things different than I had been doing before, but even doing that with the things I was doing, nothing. Right. No results at all.
0: Yeah. So it was basically from like a very active lifestyle, mm-hmm. playing basketball, sports, whatever it might be. You probably didn't pay attention to anything on the flip side of that, whether what you were taking in, because you're probably just burning it anyways. Mm-hmm. Then as you got a little bit older in your 20s, you know started coming up life started happening you know kids on the way whatnot and all that activity level stops and nothing happened on the back end but you know you didn't know what you didn't know right you thought that you know cardio from basketball staying active this will get me back to where I was a year ago right. and then as you start to get older and your body changes and all these things happen you know with gaining weight there's things that go in there, too, that doesn't just make it okay. All they have to do is just play basketball and right. then get back there. Right.
1: That's and, and then what else came into that is the injuries, mm-hmm. right? So then I injured both my knees, tore the cartilage, had to have parts of it removed, mm-hmm. um, shoulder injured, you know. So doing things not the right way, not educated, yeah. you know, trying to put the effort in but yeah. doing it the wrong way consequences just start to add up yep. and you really find out that what you're doing what you think you're doing right. is not really what you're doing
0: yeah there, I think we talked about this on the last podcast and it's this giant misconception that cardio is fitness where you know you come in here and you quickly realize that it's a very small piece I mean it's part of it for sure and we do it almost every day but you know weightlifting balance coordination mobility Like, they're all part of that fitness journey that, you know, kind of get left in the dark a lot of the times. Or people will just pick one and not the other rather than see them all together. Um, Back to your injuries. Do you know, like, specifically, like, can you pinpoint when you injured your knees? Was it something specific or did it just happen over time? You're laughing, so I'm hoping this is a really good story.
1: Yeah. um, It's embarrassing, really. But uh, You don't have to tell us if you don't want to. No, I mean, it's, it's not like that. It's just... So my left knee, um, I had just gotten promoted. All right, right from an hourly position to a supervisor. Yep. So I'm out celebrating in a bar with my sister, right? My family, we're all together.
0: For the record, this is how all good stories start. Right. (laughs) Right.
1: And uh, house of pain, jump around. Oh my God.
2: Oh no way. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, we're in the whole place, right? Because you know how I am. Unless I get going and I'm drinking too, everybody is going. We got the whole <laughs> place jumping, and boom, Me. it happened, right? And obviously, at that point, I'm not stopping, right? I'm, yeah. I'm in it. I'm going because uh, what my experience was with the cartilage was not. I, I, I know that moment when it happened because I felt it. You you feel something break. Yeah. But it's not like you're breaking a bone or, you know, um, getting a, uh, pulling a muscle or something like that. So what happened over time is that piece that had broken off, it was floating. So it would get caught in different places mm. as I would flex my knee. So, like, I would go to stand up, and I couldn't straighten my leg. And it would stay bent, and I would, like, tip oh, over. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So eventually I had to go get it looked at and you know they told me what it was oh okay they go into the surgery they take it out boom oh okay we're good all right let's get right back to it <laughs> yeah get back in the gym back on the um treadmill oh, i'm pushing i'm pushing i'm working hard oh i'm gonna get it you know i can get up to 60 minutes yeah my goal i was pushing to try to run 60 minutes continuously oh yeah 55 minutes Boom. right now
2: Wow. It's like and
1: I knew it at that point. It was like same thing. Same thing. Exact same thing. Wow. Cuz again, I'm, you know, I'm very heavy, um not in good condition and just trying again, thinking I'm knowing what the right thing is to do and thinking, yeah, this is going to get me to where I'm trying to go and yeah, totally doing all the wrong things.
0: Now, did when you were building up to 60 minutes, what what were you weight wise at that point? Um Roughly.
1: I was, t- was sub-320, but I don't think I had broken 300. Okay. So I was still around somewhere between 295 and 305.
0: And what was your game plan getting up to that 60 minutes?
1: Just the endurance. Just, just the ability to, c- to continue to work. Because, right. again, I'm still working on this mentality that if I can just work long enough, it's all just going to fall off. Right.
0: right. Now did you start off like smaller, like ten minutes, fifteen yes. minutes, and then worked yes. your way up? I worked my way up. So you were at fifty five. Yes. You were going for sixty. I
1: was going for sixty.
0: And then the right knee happened. And the right
1: knee
2: happened. Was that every day that you were coming in or no. did you change up?
1: Yeah, it was like three times a week. week. Okay. That's been pretty much my routine. Yeah. And three times you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um
0: all right. And we talked about this a little bit before, and I, I wanna know, what was the moment you knew you needed to change? Like now, something different, something new that brought you here basically? Like what was that aha moment that I was like, oh, uh, all right, I'm gonna try this.
1: It didn't happen that, it didn't happen like that. Well, tell so, us. Uh, September of 2019, we have a regional meeting mm-hmm. and I have a coworker who, um, does a presentation on servant leadership and this particular individual was very much into CrossFit. And in that presentation, he talked about CrossFit and he talked about the community of it and how supportive it was. And it kind of sparked my interest, right? Cause it was different than what I had done before. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of lingering right in my mind. Not long after that, I take a trip back home uh, to see my kids in Chicago. And I go to my daughter's house and, you know, even though we talk all the time and, you know, have correspondence, she had gone through this whole transformation, right? I go to her house. She's got like, like this whole area set up in her house and she's laying out for me her, her whole nutrition regimen and uh, all these things that she's doing and her activities that she's doing and she looked amazing and it was like, wow, that is just freaking awesome, yeah. right? So those are the two things that came together that, said, that brought me to the place to say, hey, I got to do something different. I've been curious about this other thing, so let me go see about it. Yeah. I looked in the book, or not the book. That's how old I am. Right? <laughs> <laughs> not the book. The, the, the Google? Yes, thank you. <laughs> yes, I Googled CrossFit, and there was... Um, so then I had the choice, right? Because I work in Woburn, and like right at the end of the block there's yep. a box. Yeah. And then this box is, you know, just like 7 minutes from my house. So it's like am I going to go close to work or am I going to go close to home? I pick close to home.
0: Here we are. The
1: right and choice. Here we are. The
0: right choice. I love it. I love it. So when you went to see your daughter, I mean clearly it sounds like she had a big like whole body lifestyle change. Like it sounds like she had the nutrition side of it dialed in, she was working on that. She had the fitness side dialed in seemed like she was happy you were happy for her is that kind of what it was and did that kind of click for you it's like oh look at all of this as kind of like the broader picture rather than
1: again at that point i'm still not thinking about necessarily nutrition and all of that for me right i'm just the inspiration that she had Mm -hmm. taken the initiative to do these things and again she it wasn't she was not in a state of uh, what's the right word Unfitness, right right? it wasn't like she was in the state that i was right she's always been active and you know uh in good shape yeah but she had just taken it to another level and again just kind of the way that she was explaining it to me and all the research and effort that she had put into it it was just inspirational yeah and it was like again i just felt like i needed to do something different
0: yeah that's awesome and it's like i i think about this all the time because people get ready to make a change multiple times. And I think we had this conversation, Kristen, the other day, and I'm sure over those 25 years, you were ready to make a change. God knows how many times, like a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you have this one moment with your daughter that was just a little bit more inspirational that kind of led you down a little bit different of a path. And then you went from being ready to make a change to like ready. To make a change, and I don't know, I can't pinpoint what that difference is just yet, but it's definitely different. And it's like you are ready multiple times, but you're really ready to dive in at one point, and that's usually where you see that big turnaround in somebody's life, and it's always for the better.
1: Oh, I I really believe it, that it's the convergence, right, mm-hmm. of your will and your attitude met with the right knowledge and information. Mm-hmm. Right? I like that. I like that a lot. When those two, when those th- Uh, factors come together that's when you have you know what I consider to be this miraculous change because honestly you know I'm not expending any more energy here than I always have or or not energy but effort in my pursuit of getting better I have been trying to do this for a very long time I just didn't have the knowledge and the information necessary you know I've never lifted weights Mm -hmm. at all right and the 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 difference the difference that lifting weights has made to my knees (laughs) right you would never have been able to make me believe that in a million years oh yeah go do some squats with a bar that's gonna make your knees feel good like man you are nuts
0: the the right way though because i remember when we did our intro session and you were you were a toe squatter you loved being in your toes and then i remember specifically i fixed your squat we squatted down to the med ball or as low as we could get. And you looked at me and you goes, you go, that's the first time I've squatted in some odd 30, 40 years right. without pain in my knee. Exactly. And you just like looked at me like dumbfounded. And I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> that's the right way to do it. Right. That was uh, that's awesome. That is awesome. And yes, it's, it's, it's true. You don't know what you don't know. And so many people get caught up, and I guess this can even relate back to your coworker that gave that presentation, because I understand why people use CrossFit as an example when they give presentations on leadership and motivation and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, seeking out the help of what you don't know. Don't think that you know everything. It's, you know, kind of getting vulnerable to a point to be like, hey, I need some help. How would you suggest to do that? And just kind of be a sponge and take in all that knowledge. But at the same time, you can flip it on the leadership and the motivation side is once you get into that and you start having that knowledge and you're coming in here and you're doing something hard every single day, well, the hard stuff that hits you outside of this gym all of a sudden doesn't even become all that hard anymore because you're used to it and you're trained every single day to be like, oh, okay, you know what? I got through these three months of hard workouts every day. What's this one set of bad news that just took away 10 seconds of my life? No, screw it. I'm I'm on to the next thing, and then you just kind of keep pushing forward, and it's it's a huge relation to life if you really think about it. But again, if you don't have the knowledge to understand all that, right, then you don't know.
2: Well, the resources weren't there. Yeah. And well, here's still
1: some, here's another challenge now, right? Yeah. Is that you know for whatever you make up in your mind as being right, you can go on the internet and find support for it. Oh yeah. Right. Oh so, yeah. So I mean, there's definitely. Tons of places out there that will tell you that, man, if you just stay on that elliptical and you just keep running on that treadmill, you are gonna be 95 pounds in no time.
2: There's too many resources now, almost, right. yeah. Right.
0: Society almost revolves around, it revolves around the dollar bill, you know? So you have all these marketing ploys out there that they'll, they'll sell you on fitness, and it's just, it's half truth, it's 25% truth, it's no truth whatsoever. So you'll be able to find it as truth anywhere and you know it's just people making money and typically how do you make money over the long term it's reoccurring right so if you give them something that only works for 30 days then they're gonna come back right so it's just it's a whole bunch of stuff that just you know they leave out so many little details on what the truth actually is and, and what our body needs and it's really a lot simpler than it needs to be and it's just it's, it's a whole diverse preparation for your body strength balance speed endurance mobility everything that you need to just be a healthy person which yeah you're 100% right and I'm glad that you have that knowledge now
1: <laughs> so am i
0: so moving on a little bit i want you to talk a little bit about your journey this past year cuz we've gone through ups and downs together like it started off that i was literally getting ready to call 911 during one of your intro sessions mm-hmm. you were like I was like, Oh God, I don't know what's about to happen, but we made it through. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you started getting into it. We started off slow as we do with everybody worked your way in. And then there was a point probably about mid year where, you know, your energy level started to go down a little bit, which I'm sure that you noticed. Mm -hmm. And then that's, I think when your nutrition started to either kick in or, you know, you started to do something different Mm -hmm. and I knew it because you didn't, you stopped cheering during workouts Mm -hmm. like last night. Or it wasn't last night, it was yes. two nights ago. I
2: know, I'm Lovely. sad I missed those. Yeah. yeah, he
0: he was rowing, like, hard at the end. He just let that handle go. He screamed and just got up and fist-pounded me. And that was at the end of a five-round workout. Like
2: I love that. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that was the Albert that I knew, and then, you know, we saw that dwindle away just a little bit, mm-hmm. and then it came back. So talk a little bit about the last, you know, nine and a half, ten months okay. of your journey yeah. through CrossFit.
1: So... There's been phases, like you said, right? So I started off with the motivation that I got to do something different, right? I want to be a rock star like my daughter. I want to do better. And that was really the energy that kept it going. From there, it transitioned to I want to make Coach happy, right? And not happy, in you know, in that necessarily that context, but, you know, I'm doing it because that's what Coach says I need to do, Mm -hmm. right? I got to do what coach says I need to do. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point. You're here to follow what coach says. And then it kind of faded off, like you said, because I was getting to that point where I hadn't done anything with nutrition initially. Right. Because I knew that trying to change my diet and get more active at the same time was a recipe for disaster. It's too much change at one time. Around November, I started in August. Around November, I started fooling with my diet. Right? I got on a program, they gave me a minimum number of calories I got to meet every day. So I started doing that. Then I find that what I was experiencing was the amount of calories that they were giving me wasn't enough for the activity level that I was working or ramping up to. So that brought the crash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah so, And it really wasn't a crash. That's probably too dramatic, right? It was more like a fade. Yeah. Right. It's like in my mind, my, my will and my desire is the same, but my ability is like tapering off, and you don't understand why. And here again, uh, I heard somebody talking about the NBA the other day and uh, the championship, and they're talking about luck. Mm-hmm. Luck plays a role, right? Mm-hmm. Here comes the nutrition seminar, right? <laughs> really? Yeah. Yep. You're doing a nutrition seminar and the equation. Yep. Remember the equation? Oh, I do. Yeah. So you guys talked about how you need a minimum number of calories in order to be able to do the things you want to do. And there's this math. and Oh, let's do this math. And here's what I'm doing. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm way off here. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, sub almost 1,500 calories a day for what I needed. Yeah. So, okay. Correct that now. But then in addition to that, I had come to that point where um, now it's not about my daughter, it's not about coach. Mm-hmm. Now it's about me. Yes. Right? Yep. Now it's about, you know, I have survived <laughs> this crucible of fire, right? Yeah. Where everything hurt, right? How many injuries? Not No, no. I'm sorry. It's the wrong term. It wasn't injury. Right. The pain, right? What, uh, what I'm finding is that as you go through this progression, you learn or your body tells you what your weakest points are. And yeah. that's what was happening, right? Started off with my knees. It wasn't that my knees were broken or deficient. They were my weakest point. As they got stronger, then it was my ankle. Remember that? I do. Oh my God, my ankle, I can't right? And and those are those points. Those are those points of decision that people have, right? Because that's when they say, Oh well, you know, I gotta back off now. Those Cheetos are gonna help my knee or my ankle mm. <laughs> more yeah. more than keeping this up. <laughs> yeah. From my ankle to my shoulder, yep. right? And as I'm going through these things and I'm finding that if I keep doing the work that they get better, now it's like, oh, it's like a light bulb. Bing. It goes, right. Yeah. Right. And it's like, you know, I, I, I've i been telling people that the parable that they told you as a child, right, that if you do hard work, hard work will pay off. Mm-hmm. And you'll, you'll ultimately, it's like, that was really real oh yeah that, that yeah. wasn't just stuff your parents told you to get you to take the garbage out. that was real stuff yeah <laughs> and as i'm doing it and i'm experiencing it and i'm learning it and i'm getting my nutrition in order i'm getting my calories and everything i need and it is just like
0: boom oh. Everything like, just comes together.
1: I don't know. Do you guys know who the Wonder Twins are? That might be a little too old a reference. No, I got. I wanted <laughs> okay. to know. No, I don't. I thought
0: you were about to do Hulk hands.
1: Oh, Hulk! Hands. No, <laughs> no, the Wonder Twins. It was a cartoon, so it was they were twins, and when they would pound fists, then their powers would activate. Ah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's like what this is, right? The knowledge, the effort, the energy, when all come. Bow.
2: Yeah, and I like that you said that it. it you did, like, one at a time versus... Because it's true. That happens to me, too. If I do too many things at once, it's overwhelming. Right. And I think that you went about that the right way, like, finding the work, you know, finding the gym first and then mm-hmm. realizing how nutrition plays a part in that journey as well, becoming more healthy. So, mm-hmm. I like that you were one at a time with that. that but, smart. again,
1: that's an evolution, right? Yeah. yeah. That, that's after... lot of years of doing things the wrong way trying to do everything at one time Mm -hmm. you know crash diets Um, I've done them all no carbs the whole thing and done them and failed done them and failed they last a little while you can't sustain it all of that I've lived through all of that so
0: right um, now how how achievable is what you're doing now in terms of your nutrition and your exercise like you've done all the crash diets right no carbs all the fad diets whatever it is do you feel like you're doing something different or did you just change your habits i guess you could say you know you
1: well i mean like everything the more knowledge you get yep the more refined your activities become right right so i mean now at this point right now i'm living on prepared meals Mm -hmm. you know like i cook all day on sunday yeah so i have my meals all set up for the week yeah you know i mean that is and like i know what what i cook i know what value it has in in regards to nutrition yeah and i have a goal that i'm that i'm aiming towards yes it's still a work in progress um you know because i don't know exactly the right proportions that i need for each Mm -hmm. fat, calories or carbohydrates all these things but it's a work and, and I'm I'm closer to the goal than I have ever been.
2: Yeah, that's
1: awesome. And Just, go ahead.
2: Do you feel like what you're doing now is attainable? Like for long term?
1: Oh, sustainable. Sustainable, yeah. Yes. Yes. That's what I meant, yeah. I can, yeah. So uh, the the only question right now is the cooking all day on Sunday. If I, if, if I can maintain that rhythm. But here's again, what I've learned in, in my experience here is that there is no such thing as failure, right? If I grab that bar and I put you know, whatever weight on it and I try to push it and I don't make it, that's okay. I'm gonna drop the bar. I'm gonna figure out, was it my form? Is it too much weight? What's the challenge? I'm gonna correct that and then I'm gonna go right back at it again, mm-hmm. right? So it's the same thing with this. You know, If, if something happens, if I find that you know, cooking all day on Sunday is not a realistic sus- thing to sustain. Mm-hmm. Then I'll split it up on Saturday and Sunday or yeah. I'll find some other way.
0: Yeah, um, that that's a very important mindset to have. And it's like, it happens all too many times where people will overwhelm themselves and they'll be like, oh, well, this is the only way to do this and I can't do it anymore. So they get discouraged and then that's that. Whereas, you know, and I think this mindset is built you know, within a CrossFit gym. It's, okay, this didn't go exactly how I planned or something's changing here that's a little bit more difficult. How do I adjust and continue pushing forward? And I think that's, that's a huge lesson to have. And I'm so glad that you have that mindset because when you get to that point, there is no failure. Like, y- yeah, you're going to not get something every single time, but I don't think you can consider that failure. It's just, it's a lesson in the journey. And then you keep plugging forward, right. which is, you know, I think that's where all the success comes from. And it's, it's just not getting discouraged, not overwhelming yourself. It's understanding that you're on this journey and how do I adjust as I continue to go through because obstacles are going to happen. They're inevitable. Right. That's awesome.
1: I saw a quote recently that said, fear is a mindset. Uh, danger is real, right? Danger is a threat, yep. but fear is a mindset yes failure no longer exists in my life period
0: i wonder if we saw the same quote because i I think i just saw this yeah Yeah. (laughs) i love too much time on facebook (laughs) 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 i love it um all right one thing you didn't expect from crossfit which i know you probably mentioned a couple things but direct question one thing you didn't expect to get out of this past year or 10 months
1: The level of success that I've achieved, it was unfathomable for me for the, for the state that I am physically in Mm -hmm. and really even mentally in right now to have said in August, Hey, this is the place where you're (laughs) going to, (laughs) to think that I would come to your office and say, John, you know, these, these workouts that you're putting me through, they're not enough. Oh, my I would God. like to have more. Uh. So, so <laughs> just, cool.
0: just so everybody out there understands how that unfolded. So Albert scheduled a goal review meeting with me, which I always post. I'm like, Hey, we're always available for goal review. I think you either texted me or you, you messaged me. You're like, Hey, I want to get this on the schedule. And we did it. You came in, you sat down at my desk and instead of it being a goal review meeting where the coach reviews your goals and comes up with a plan. You sat down before I could even speak and gave me your game plan. And you just wanted me to say, that sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) So you had already done your own goal review. You were just like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. This is my mindset. These are my goals. What do you think? But
1: if you think about it, when we did that, the goal that we started with Mm -hmm. was already done. Mm -hmm. I came here with one expectation, and I had one ask of you when we got together for the first time. I said, I want to look
0: different. Mm -hmm.
1: I told you, I don't care how much I weigh. I don't care about my muscle, the fat, or whatever. I want to look different. I want to be able to see some kind of change. Right. By the time we did that goal review.
0: That was done. It was huge. That was done. Huge. And then we were on to new goals. We are on
2: to new goals. That's why I love CrossFit. It's awesome. Gives you more stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. It's just never never ending. ending.
2: Oh! Oh! Jinx!
0: (laughs) I love it. Um, So a little bit on on that. So you want to look different, right? Um, And you've been getting some in-body scans, right? Yes. And you get a little bit more detail on what's going in or what's going on with your body through that. And, you know, this is another point that, you know, a lot of people get discouraged from CrossFit because they'll start – and then they'll either see the number on the scale go up or it's not going to change the way that they thought because the only thing in their mind is weight loss. But can you just describe you know, how those reports have told you about your muscle mass changing along with you know, body fat going down? And it's more of a recomposition than just like looking different wasn't just losing weight. That wasn't what was there. Maybe at first, right. but now as you started you know, lifting weights, doing the program, learning all this different stuff, you were putting on muscle mass which has mm-hmm. value and weight to it so just uh, explain a little bit about that and seeing those results and understanding about you know the gain of muscle mass
1: well i've only had two mm-hmm. so far so um the di- the difference between the two i lost a total of 2 pounds i gained 2 pounds of muscle and lost 2 pounds of fat right so that's huge huge right just just the <laughs> consciousness of a difference between them right right Because again when you think about weight loss journeys right or you just want to see the scale change one of the most dramatic things that I started doing was weighing myself every day Mm -hmm. I weigh myself every day and I did it initially thinking okay well you know I'm gonna have this beautiful bar graph or you know line graph of all my progression and really what happened from that is The whole concept of what do you weigh is gone, Mm -hmm. right? Like, obviously, I care, but I don't care. It's not an emotional point for me anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness, I'm three pounds heavier today than I was. Okay, tomorrow I may be four pounds lighter. Whatever, Right? you know? And it's these hitches, right, that that we experience as we go on a journey to anywhere, right? So it's like if you get on a road trip, right, you get a flat tire or you run out of gas or – you know whatever happens these hitches so many of us allow those hitches to stop us or interrupt our journeys mm-hmm. right Oh, i can't find a gas station so i'm gonna turn around and go home mm-hmm. right oh i gained three pounds so this must not be working i'm gonna give up now right yeah the body scan i really wish i had one from the first from the very beginning ah uh, yes that would have been <laughs> absolutely yeah, i would have framed that and posted it on the wall <laughs> for that sure. change definitely would have been dramatic um But again, that mindset, how are you treating yourself in your head is bigger than all of this, right? Because that's where it starts. And when you can get that Mm
2: -hmm.
1: in order and you can start to massage that in the right direction and then you get good information and you get support, Mm -hmm. right? We got to talk about support and that there's information, right? There's knowledge, there's teaching, all of that. But then there's support, Mm -hmm. right? My very first class, five forty-five in the morning. Right, I'm I'm raring, I'm eager to go. Yeah. Oh yeah, take that bar and just throw it across your back, and we're gonna do some lunges with that. Pow. Pull my groin. Yeah. Like the first five minutes of my first class. Mm -hmm. Right. And these are defining points. So what happens then? Right. It's like. You know, I, I did. I don't have any expectations. You know, if something happens, what are they going to do? How are they going to – don't think about any of that. Right. The way that was handled, the support that happened behind that, man, I'd be here every day for the rest of my life <laughs> just from that one interaction, right? Coach K, Coach K, man, I'm serious because, again, that, that's that flat tire. That's that point, right, of – oh, man, this ain't for me. This is too much. It's too heavy. These are all the places that you could potentially go, but that support that you get helps you to keep going. For sure. So I switched it up, right? I'm like, okay, 5 o'clock in the morning probably ain't for me. I'm a little too tight. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe Coach K is a little too aggressive. I need to (laughs) take it a little slower. So I go to the afternoon. Second class, right? I don't even know what we did. Mm-hmm. But what we did brought me to a point of what I call whiteout, mm-hmm. all right? I'm at the point where I'm conscious, but I am, like, completely devoid of my surroundings. I am, like, I don't know where the blood is at, it's <laughs> not in my head. I'm <laughs> oh my like, God. whoa, my goodness. I stumble out the front door and try to get in my car and my, my the what is it, my quads, my calves, and my feet cramp oh. all at the same time. I'm like, now I'm already in the state of Whiteout, and I'm like, oh, what is this? Yeah, right? Right at that point, my superhero, what I call her, my superhero, Bethany comes out and she's like, "Oh, yeah, I've seen this before." And she grabs me by the arm and she says, "Come on, we're gonna walk the parking lot oh because God. that's what you need." You know, to kind of, right? And again, I'm like, I could have been on Mars at that point for what's going on in my head. Yeah. And she walked with me in the parking lot until I get back in the car, right? Support. That, I, I, I can't even put into words how that impacts your your mindset when you're coming into something new, when you're coming into a new community, Right yeah hey are these folks gonna take care of me are they, are they real you know and they just have these random acts mm-hmm. i don't know coaches activities probably aren't random right she's taught how to what to do when yeah. some guy comes in and yeah <laughs> thinks he can do so <laughs> much <laughs> falls on his face um but that is so huge for what happens here at this, in this building and with this team that it is as big a factor in the success of anybody here, I believe, as anything else that happens.
0: That's amazing. And that's the first time I've heard that story. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. That is awesome. All right. Before I start to cry. Um,
2: oh, I already did. I, 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 I saw I, you tearing I up. Teared. I saw I'm, you tearing. It happens all the time. <laughs> but it says, no, it's touching.
0: I, I'm I'm a sap. I get it from my dad. So we, my dad cried during movies all the time growing up and then now i would make fun of them and now i watch a freaking commercial
2: same are we the same person john we
0: might be (laughs) i i literally i I teared up last night i don't even remember what i was watching but it wasn't a show it was a commercial i was like what the heck is going on
2: if i see somebody cry jimmy will see them on tv he'll look at me because he knows i'm crying yeah. I'm not sad. Right. It's an, I'm, I'm an empath. If you have an emotion, I can feel, feel it, and yeah. I do the same thing. Court, yeah. Courtney yeah. will
0: look at me. She starts She starts to tear up now, too. I think I've had the effect on her. But, like, <laughs> she'll know when I'm going to tear up, and she'll look, and she'll, I'll be like, what are you talking to allergies? Like, oh, I'm fine. We're not a circus act. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Last question before we get to rapid fire, all right. all right? One thing you would tell somebody in your position one year ago. So you have someone coming into this gym, or sorry, mm. we'll we'll even go back a step further. You have somebody who, you know, knows they need to make a change. Mm. Right? They right. don't have all this knowledge yet. They haven't put themselves first yet, but right. and they don't know they don't know what they don't know. Right. What's one bit of advice that you would give to them at that point? And then we'll we'll take it a step further after that.
1: So what I do, I I don't make statements. Mm-hmm. I ask questions. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would ask them the questions. What are you looking for? Mm-hmm. What do you understand? Right. Mm-hmm. And when they answered all those questions and they told me what they wanted, then I would explain to them how CrossFit fits into that perfectly. Right. Mm-hmm. How the support that you need, the knowledge that you need, the, the challenge that you need to get outside your own comfort zone. Right. Those are all the things that I think make an impact. Right. But you got to tell it to people in a way that matters to them. Right. Right. Not that matters to me. Right. Right. Some people listen to my story, they're like, oh, wow, that's great. That's inspirational. Some people are like, he's an idiot. He should never got fat in the first place, <laughs> right? So <laughs> that's how people it, are. Yeah. So, yeah. so it, when you can connect that, but those are the things, the support, the knowledge, um, the commitment, mm-hmm. right? Because like you said, there were times you're looking at me like, there's dead fish flopping around on the floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is this? The bacon sizzle. Every mm-hmm. day, every time I've been here, uh, consistency, everything I've needed to be the best person I could be.
0: Love it, love it. Now take it one step further. Somebody that's in your position, call it seven to eight months ago, right? Mm-hmm. They're cramping up in the car. They're having a hard time starting their first classes. You know, Maybe they tweak something just you know, as they're starting to get their body moving. They start to get a little bit discouraged. What's one word of advice to that person that's already in here that has the resources right in front of them. And they're trying to start this journey and get going. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. I love it.
1: It's gonna hurt. You're gonna think you're not doing it right? Don't give up. Mm-hmm. Even when you don't. Come to every class with questionable form. Mm-hmm. If you keep coming, you'll keep getting better. Love little it, a little bit, little bit.
0: Love it. All right. Ready for some rapid fire questions? Listen now. My best. I don't know what she has in her pocket over here. She's been a little bit quiet, right. but she's right been. Type few. She's been waiting they're for not, this moment. They're
2: okay. not anything crazy. They're just okay. just fun stuff to get to know you.
0: I I wrote a couple down as we were going through this whole podcast, so I I have two. Okay, but I think
1: she's got like ten.
2: What's the square root of five thousand two hundred and thirty-five?
1: Okay. <laughs> Seventeen point eight six. Oh, you got it right. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, just say it with confidence.
2: <laughs> no, these are all... to to That's what little I little... say. Yes, exactly. Ka-
0: Katie, if you're listening to this, Katie, Katie and her sister Carmela, they started here and I would always ask them, "Hey, what would you get for a score at the end of class?" Neither of them would know and they'd just like look off in space. And I'm like, "Listen, as long as you say something with confidence, I'm going to believe you." And then after that, it was like 1436. Really? I have no idea. But it was believable, and I put it on the board. And now they actually keep track of their score. I'll give them that. But that's what I told them. It was hysterical.
2: Well, that's exactly when I I helped coach some, uh, like, a football team. I hadn't really – I don't even think I had started really coaching yet a little bit, year, eight, almost eight years ago. And there was a football team, high school kids, that came in. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And he goes, well, whatever you tell them, just say it with confidence. I'm like, okay. So then, you know, that and ended up working. Go. but okay. backflips
0: everybody <laughs> what yes you heard me right Back i know everyone flips.
2: that's why i tell everyone one mile run for your warm-up and they're like what I'm like come on go it's gonna happen one day
0: all right question go all
2: right um what's your favorite dessert
1: my favorite dessert is cheesecake frozen hmm. like do you eat it frozen i like it frozen
2: like cheesecake. do you, i did all oh, my teeth how do you got cut it cold
1: yeah
0: my teeth yeah how do you cut it with a knife. Like a steak knife? <laughs> and you just like do you, you don't chew it, do you chew it?
1: Yes. So it it yes, it has a consistency where you can like right. bite into it. So oh, it's man.
0: like a cheesecake. So it's like a Reese's
1: in the freezer. Like a Reese's in the freezer. Can
2: you bite like a popsicle like with your teeth front teeth? Like a or ice cream like with oh, your yeah. front teeth? Oh yeah. see like, that freaks me out.
0: Yeah. Especially after that workout on Monday, I bet you would have grabbed a popsicle and just like
1: Oh, I would have <laughs> eaten a stick. Yeah, the <laughs> stick would have been good. That gone. was the first time where I went around. <laughs> I was so jacked. I went around, you know, <laughs> I was fist bumping everybody in class.
0: Yes. <laughs> so that that's one thing that I miss. I, was, I, was, it, I, I used miss. to do that after every single class, and obviously the last year and a half we had to back off on all that right. fun stuff. But the fist bump, I miss fist bumping everybody, and that was the first time that I saw it, and I was so fired up. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love it. All right, question
1: two, go.
2: Favorite food other than frozen cheesecake?
1: Shrimp scampi. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. All right.
2: Yeah. Favorite CrossFit movement.
1: My favorite CrossFit.
2: Like, what do you movement? get jazzed about knowing you get to do? <laughs> come <laughs> oh, come oh. back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. I don't know that I have a favorite movement yet. I haven't found anything that's really. Um, well,
0: that's okay. That's not good, yeah. You get jacked up on the rower, though. I know you do.
1: Yeah, but I know the rope, right? right? So, I mean, I've spent a lot of time on yeah. those kinds of pieces of equipment. <laughs> so, it is very familiar, right? I don't feel intimidated at all. Right. Um,
2: What's your least favorite?
1: My least favorite is probably squats. Squats? Squats. Ah, yeah. yeah.
0: But they're going to become your favorite at some they're, point.
1: Oh, they yeah. will, Yeah. Because the tension in my knees, the tension and the tendons in mm-hmm. my knees mm-hmm. still make it hard to do them. But it's getting better. Yeah, it is getting better.
2: That's awesome. Do you have any hidden
1: talents? Hidden talents? I don't think so. I think pretty much everything I can do, I show everybody at some point. <laughs> <laughs> They're not hidden. They're not hidden. Uh, helping people is my superpower. Yeah, it's not necessarily a hidden talent, but um, I love that. I like to say that, uh, you know, I'm a prof- I, My profession is helping people achieve their goals.
0: I love
2: that. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. I love
0: that.
2: What's your favorite animal? <laughs> These are great questions.
1: My favorite animal. Well, I had a Rottweiler once <gasps> that Ooh. I loved. Yeah. Yeah. He was beautiful, purebred, 125 pounds. Oh wow. He would sit. Had a glass. A yeah. uh, storm door in my house. And he would sit in the door. This thing was, man, he was the nicest. You know, he'd play with the kids. He was beautiful. But he would just sit in the door. And people would go across the street instead of walking in front of my house. Yeah. <laughs> just because he looked so intimidating. Yeah, it yeah.
0: Brutus. Brutus. Oh, That's a good like Rottweiler yeah. name. Yeah. That's a really good Rottweiler name. Yeah.
2: Do you have any pets now? Oh, jeez. You get a cat?
1: Yes, my <laughs> wife has a cat <laughs> named Bootsy. Oh, uh-huh. I
0: have a cat named Boots. Do you really? Yeah. Have. Slept on my head last night. I am not a,
1: I'm not a cat person.
0: Have you, she I, is. Have you evolved to be a little bit more of a cat person?
1: No. I am cat tolerant.
0: Cat tolerant.
2: Meanwhile, That's... it's just him and Bootsy at home, and he's like, Oh, my God, yeah. only come over <laughs> no. here. So
0: that I went through that transition because I, I had a cat growing up, and I felt like it was the only cat that I would ever like.
2: Mm.
0: Great cat. Like, I saw this cat sit perched on the top of a fence and take a bird out of midair and flight. Like that kind of cat. Wow. He was a badass. Mm. He lived to be 22. Oh my goodness. Jesus. And the day that it ended, he used to cross the highway in his 22 years because there was like a bird park across the highway, and he would make he made it for 22 years, and then just one day, and I think I'm pretty positive he was like, "That's it, I'm done." Wow. And that was it. About 22 years wow. of making it across that highway. Killing birds. Like we, I remember one Christmas Eve, I heard this loud noise out in the driveway. I go out and there's just white fur all over the driveway. And my cat was gray. Mm-hmm. And I just see this poor white cat just taking the walk of shame back to its house. Wow. Beat the shit out of him. It was, go. yeah, crazy cat. But then when I met Courtney, I was like, eh, cats. <laughs> I was a dog person. But now... Uh, I like the cats. Yeah. Yeah. They slept on my head last night.
2: (laughs) What's the best vacation you've ever been on?
1: Oh, man. You gave me trouble with my wife now. (laughs) Uh, uh, (laughs) Where's your favorite
2: place to vacation?
1: (laughs) The best vacation I have ever been on was probably, I don't know. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Puerto Rico. Ooh is where we went for our honeymoon good answer (laughs) but here here i'm gonna answer that question this way my wife has exposed me to some awesome places we've been to hawaii uh we had a trip planned for london and paris before covid kicked in which i would never have done any of that without her yeah so um but the best and the best is hard i'm gonna say puerto rico that's awesome
2: nice what was your best subject in school?
1: Uh, my best subject in school um, was English. Did you like it? I or loved you just it. To, oh, good. I loved it. Yeah, I I was uh, I spent my uh, elementary school years with a teacher who was the daughter of a poet. Uh-huh. So she was extremely articulate and had a love for the language. And use it in such an extraordinary way that yeah. if you couldn't fall in love with it being taught by her, yeah. you probably should be speaking some other language. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome.
2: What's your favorite movie?
1: My favorite movie is Goodwill Hunting. Oh, that's a great Ooh, movie. Yes. Good one. That movie, um, yeah, uh, hands down. That is my favorite movie of all time.
0: Awesome.
2: Oh. Sorry, I was just thinking of parts from that movie. Mm-hmm. Um favorite sport to watch.
1: Favorite sport to watch. I guess I'd have to say basketball. Oh, I like football. Yeah. But basketball. Favorite team? Oh, the Bulls. <laughs> I'm from <laughs> Chicago. Chicago, <man. laughs> Chicago. I should have known that. Yeah.
2: Last one. Would you rather go back in time or would you rather travel to the future?
1: I would rather travel to the future
0: travel to the future I
1: have conquered the past I love that The past yes I have put the past to rest and I have nothing left but future
0: yeah and I think I I, this was like a question of the day one time and you know we've all screwed up and we've gone through our journeys Mm -hmm. but that gets you to where you're at today
1: right and I love who I am today yeah for all the challenges and all the mistakes and all the things that I've been through. Yep. Who I am today. And I love this guy.
0: Hell yeah. Aww. yeah, I love it. All right. Ready for my two? I'm ready. Three-pointer or dunk?
1: I dunk, baby. Come dunk, on. baby. I'm old school. I'm old school. <laughs> I Boom. love it.
0: All right. My next one. This, one's, this is a big one. Okay. Texas barbecue or Chicago deep dish pizza? Sch-
1: Chicago. Chicago deep dish.
0: Chicago deep I dish. Eat
1: Chicago deep dish in Texas. Oh <laughs> my God! Yes. So I am from Chicago. I lived in Texas, and I actually love Texas. When when I retire, I'm going to Texas. I'm not yeah. going back to Chicago. Yeah. But if you put anything against Chicago, Chicago wins hands down.
0: I love it. I've never been there actually, but I've always wanted to go.
1: Then you haven't lived, brother. Oh, <laughs> you have not lived. There we go. There you There's
0: go. gonna be a trip, and I've actually never had a Chicago deep dish pizza really yeah
2: i don't think oh, i have wow. maybe at like uno's <laughs> yeah. yeah years ago but yeah oh. i
0: gotta i gotta get on that it's Absolutely. what you know
1: yeah right it's what you grew up with what's comfortable oh man I don't yeah do don't they stuff. have really good hot dogs too they have like so
2: much i just been picturing like one with now, like yeah a bunch so of stuff on the it.
1: quote unquote chicago hot dog has got all this stuff on there but real chicagoans don't eat that
2: yeah right? oh okay
1: because like i got told a guy recently i was from chicago and he started naming all the suburbs like where did you live i'm like no i'm from chicago and he like he couldn't grasp the concept that i like yeah. actually lived in the city
0: yeah oh well, that's like it's like when people ask us like where are you from boston and it's right. like you don't actually live in boston but you just say that right yeah right. that's wild all right albert anything left that you want to leave us with
1: i do um, thank you all right oh. to you guys really um, I'm gonna start. Oh God! We should no, have tissues. Jeez!
0: <laughs> it's the humidity, guys. It's the humidity. That's it. You
1: guys <laughs> changed my life. You really have, um, and and are continuing, right? It's not just the offering of a service, mm-hmm. right? It's it's an integrated lifestyle. I mean, just the the fact of having the opportunity to be here. Yeah. Uh, I'm so thankful and appreciative for um, to everybody out there listening. I hope that in some way the things that we've talked about today. Uh, help to inspire, motivate, um, yeah, confirm what you already believed, uh disprove some misbeliefs that you had. Somehow helps you in your journey uh, because once you can get on it and you can stay on it, the results are far greater than you could ever imagine.
0: Love it. I think we're going to end on that. All right, everybody. Albert, thank you so much for coming and doing this. You have been an awesome first guest. And we are going to have to have you back one time.
1: Absolutely. All right. We'll do it
0: again. All right, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the episode. That concludes episode number nine. So enjoy the listen and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.